Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 The Game.com. Sorry about that. I stepped on the It's Sam and Greg on this uh, 28th day of January. Top of the hour saying to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning, you folks in Buford. Wonderful Buford. Yeah. Buford has come up a few times this morning. I know it has. Inadvertently. And I, had written, I wrote this down before 6 o'clock. Yeah. 6 a.m. And yet, here they are again. Yeah. Making, making an appearance. Home of the, the wolves. How are the wolves? Man, the wolves win everything. Everything, just about everything. A lot of people say it was football. No, they went there. I like I said, I was out there for the spelling bee. Man, the competition was amazing. You gloss over that quickly to Why? where people go. What did Sam just say? He was a spelling bee. Yeah. Just, just you. I, you, I, I you was the. I was it. the. No, I was the the caller. That's what that's put. That's call. You call the word for them to spell. Okay, that's what they call it. They don't that, call them the, the host. They, they don't call it the host. Hmm. They call it the the, the caller. I, that was my job is to call the word. And make sure I say it correctly so they don't, you know, I'm not trying I'm about to, to say, did any words stump you? No, there was some, that, I, and, I, and I said it and I looked at the judges to make sure that I say that right, you know, so you wanted to make sure. So what, because, I, okay, you got me thinking, don't you get a list before you, the day before of the words they're going to use? Well, they've gotten the list before. Well, they need they to give it to, to the, spell them. And, well, the man, caller. I got the list there and, oh. I, and I go through them. You don't know how far you're going to get on the list know, because there are different rounds of it. But I'd still go, and, I'd, and, and I'd some say of all and the it's words. not all spelling; it's also word meaning. Okay, you may give may give the word, you may give the correct spelling, and then you do an A. Does it mean this or B? Does it mean that? So it that changes up from just all spell. Okay, my point is when you got the list before the event, yeah. did you not scroll through it and first look at it and go, "What the heck? I, I can't say this word." And then, well, there were a lot of them like that. If I had done that, I would have been doing that all well, morning. Well, okay, but, but 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 I mean, but most of them though, next to the word, they they break the word down. Oh, okay, and, they, and they it's done phonetically, so you yeah, can yeah. see. So you can see. I, I would imagine you do this. You're not standing up there like Ralph Cramden, you know. So well, no, I would no. wonder if you look through them and the meaning. Yeah, you, you did the, a great you job. The, I you understand. had the meaning, and you you able to use it in a word, and you, because they may ask you use it in a sentence, and you would do that for the speller if they ask you to do that. Okay, so they make sure they got the right version of it. Uh, okay, well, listen, yeah. you folks in Buford have a wonderful day. Congratulations to your team out there, the Wolves, and hope they will continue to have much success. Let's move into this 10 o'clock hour. A couple pieces of business we got to take care of, first of all. Sam and I start each show, and we've been gone for a week with our stories of the week. I started, brought up the doomsday clock. You guys need to move. <laughs> Just, you need to Google that and find out what I'm talking about. Sam, you had talked about a couple. You had one point. 
one and one point five or one point yeah, or it was about food. It was about the, yes. um, the, the, the uh, Walmart on MLK will remain open. Uh, thanks to Mayor Andre Dickens getting involved. Uh, that, that's a very important store, not just for shopping, but for food and and um, and pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that will be you know someone's been setting fires to Walmart's and Targets. Distracting people to one side of the store while they slip out the back door with a couple of big screens, you know, whatever it is they're stealing. Uh, you're trying to think, what's the most expensive thing in Walmart? What, we, if you were to think, Eric, what's the most expensive? They sell jewelry too, right? Duh. Probably would imagine some jewelry. Maybe? I'm gonna say high high electronics. Uh, high uh, electronics ain't expensive anymore the way they used to be. But you know what? That's if somebody can get something that they're gonna go out and try to get some money off of. I'd be jewelry. That, you can put that in your pocket. Yeah, people gonna do. They really sell that kind of jewelry. I don't know. I'm just you asked me. That would be the first thing I think of. Do they have diamonds there? If they got diamonds, I don't I would think, think they have diamonds. Uh, no. yeah. I, I would say you know your high end gaming systems. Or, yeah, there you or, go. Or your biggest TVs. Yeah. You know, not the ones not the ones they put by the front door, but I'm talking the ones they still keep in the back. And of course, we are eliminating one thing, which really would be something if they could, and that's the pharmacy. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Good, good point. That trumps yeah. everything. Yeah. You know that's his thing, but I don't think they'd be. That's that's usually up toward the front. And I don't think they would do that. This when we're talking about stuff that's back in the back. I, I'm just thinking, you right. know, just some, if somebody's going to set a fire to distract people, then they're going to go and scoop up stuff and some big screens, slide them out the back door. All right. So that was one thing that we talked about, our stories of the week. And the other thing is, um, on the heels of uh, the passing of Billy Packer, one of the signature voices in the world of sports for many, many years, of course, part of the uh, 34 consecutive uh, college basketball Final Fours with, with various partners. We talked about the, you know, he was a part of the greatest, in the minds of a lot of people, greatest announcing team in college basketball history. Dick Enberg, Billy Packer, Al McGuire. So it got me thinking, and Sam and I started to come up with a poll question for today. Who are your favorite all-time announcing teams? Could be any sport. So we started uh, with this list. We threw three out there. We know, you know, it's subjective, but three out and then other. Al Michaels and John Madden for football. Billy Packer and Jim Nance for basketball. Marv Albert and Mike Fratello. Yes. That was your success. <laughs> Throw yes. that in there. Um, other. And it's up at, uh, at 92.9 The Game. And for a little while there, we were dealing with some glitches in our system. But we've got an update. Want to bring our producer Eric on right now. And let us know what's up. Well, we appreciate everyone who is listening and taking part of the voting this morning. But by a landslide currently. The team of John Madden and Al Michaels are considered the top broadcasting team on our poll anyway. I mean, I think there are so many other names that we probably could have put in oh, that yeah, other category. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But of what we got out, they are really – they are more than triple the competition yeah. in their vote. They've got that, 53%. That's some, yeah, that, that's no Joe Gargiola and Tony Kupek and definitely no – Or Vince Di- Scully. Or definitely no Dizzy Dean and Pee Wee Reese. Well, see, that's the thing. How We could go back. Where's the, the line of deal- cannonball. <laughs> okay. What's the first – what's the first – famous announcing team you can remember. We never heard them, or you never heard them, but you you heard that they were the team. I don't know about, team. I don't know about teams. Back yeah. then, it was just individuals. Well, there were some they, early they, teams, I mean, but, but years ago, they, they've just... I mentioned they, the name they, one of them. Who's that? The first one I ever heard of was Red Barber and Vin Scully. Together? Together. When Vin started, they were together for a minute. Red retired, then that's when Vin started doing it by himself. Before Vin, Red Barber did them by himself. Yeah. So, But those two worked together, as I understand, for a minute. And but I know that's with. enough for the people to, to feel like they're, they're a renowned team. They were together for a hot minute. They were together for some years. Who did Phil Rizzuto work with? Uh, uh, that was another one of those I heard forever. Bill White. Okay. Bill White. That, that was one Holy cow, White! That's what he would say to him. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, we should let our audience know that there will be a voice that they will not hear this upcoming Brave season. 
Well, you hear him. He just won't be doing breaks. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. If you got if you got him on satellite, yeah. you can watch him. Skip Carey gone home. Chip. Chip Carey. Chip Carey gone home. I do that all the time, and I'm going to continue to. Chip, skip. One of those easy mistakes. But yeah, Chip Carey is now. Friend of the be, show. Gonna be, yes, he is. Going to be calling games for the St. Louis Cardinals. Back in, the, in his hometown. That's the, way, uh, that's the way he grew up. And um, good, good for him. Yeah. You know, to go back there. He, he always, if you listen to the games when they play St. Louis, you can always hear something a little special in his voice. Chicago, uh, too. About that. Well, now nah, more St. Louis than Chicago. <laughs> I mean, St. St. Louis because he just because that's the place he. he well, that's where his old, that's where his grandfather started, and 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 had some really funny situations happen before before he came to Chicago. Yeah. Um, but that triumvirate of announcers is rare. Yeah. And the individual stories from each one of them. Um, Paint just different pictures of the personalities, how different they were. Yep. You know. Yet, yet, yet in the same vein and, and, and quite talented, extremely talented. Yeah. Good what they were doing. Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. There was a draft that took you place. You mentioned baseball, too. Yeah, you, well, what, I was about, just, again, I was walking uh, you into that, man. No, you no. You got to just lay back. I was, no. was going to tee it up for you to do your baseball stuff. But now I can't do it, so you just brought it up, so go ahead. Well, you mentioned Braves, and I mentioned the one note yesterday, Brian Snicker, contract extended through 2025. Braves manager. Um, of course, under his uh, tutelage, the Braves have won five straight division championships. They got a World Series um, uh, title, and um, just a lifelong organization man. And so, um, you know, through 2025, Brian Snitker managing the Braves, and we count down the days until they head down to. Uh, they were just showing them up there, man, doing some kind of some kind of event where they were all out there in a uniform and throwing around. Yep, he headed for uh, spring training, you know. Um, <laughs> also, speaking of baseball, this is a place where the people, lady, ran you off the parking lot down there. Well, it wasn't really open, and 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 <laughs> yeah, she, did, me, and my father, she ran a she ran a, a World War II veteran off a of property. How you gonna do that to a dude who was a D Day? Uh, yeah, they ran us off there. You're not allowed back here yet. I just we just want to show the I just want to show this man this play. I'm sorry, sir. You have to leave. You didn't say it that nice. Do you see about the uh, the inductees into the Hall of Fame? Speaking of baseball, yes. How many there were? Uno, and I know that Roman numeral. <laughs> Just one. Just one. Scott Rowland. Yeah, yeah. Elected. Yeah. Now there'll be somebody else with him who has Atlanta ties. Yeah. And that's Fred McGriff. Fred McGriff. But a lot of people were hoping that hoping maybe Andrew Jones and his numbers went up. He'll get but, in there, but though. still not there. I think he will eventually get there. You know, you, you figure. You you, you got to have offense, I guess. You know, you can't get there for your defense. Who knows what these writers th- think because about you, when they you judge would think, these dudes? You know, this this because of his defense. My goodness, he should have already been in. Exactly. But you know, that's that's you know. I mean, say it with a straight face. How can you not acknowledge one of the greatest center fielders during the time he played was him? Yeah. Okay. You got that other dude in Seattle, who, by the way, got into the Hall of Fame, damn near unanimously. And it was Griffey. As far as the fielders in the 90s, I'm taking three dudes. I'm taking Griffey, I'm taking Maddox, and I'm taking Andrew. Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm taking them three. Uh-oh. Are you talking Sound? about, about outfielders? Oh, well, Maddox is not outfielders. Yeah, you threw Maddox. I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about outfielders. I said fielders. We're talking oh, about yeah. guys well, who yeah, played. Yeah, I still got one more. Yeah, I got, I got a couple more on there, yeah. You go oh, Omar Vizquel. Huh? Omar, Omar Vizquel. Yeah. If we go around and pick nine, yeah, that's we can do that. That's why they just us making center fielders. But there. I'm saying, no, because no. Why you throw Maddox in with a I couple center fielders? I threw them in because those guys won the most multiple Gold Gloves during that decade, 
and you snicker and laugh at Maddox, there's only one. No, well, Maddox uh, won it for the pitcher. For the pitcher, yeah, for the pitcher, he was the best. You got to feel that position. Yeah. Oh yeah. What, I mean, what do they say about baseball? Strong up, up the middle. The middle. Yeah. Well, and that's why I threw Vizquel in there. And between Andrew and Maddox, you know how many runs they saved oh, for this absolutely. Braves team. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah, yeah. I'm grabbing yeah. A, a pitcher who not only can pitch but he can feel his position. That's just me. As we sit here and get ready to talk baseball, but we got to switch now, man, because we got to talk basketball. Hawks, Clippers. Today, you can hear that game, or tonight, right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, uh, 7.30 tip. But, I mean, getting into this, are you confident? As we, we got a break, I know we got down the rabbit hole with something else. But are you confident in the adjustments this team can make heading into the second season that you have been concerned with? Uh, they, they can. Can they maintain it? That's the thing. And I think they can because of the health. You know, we got some people who haven't been healthy in the early half, half of the season who are healthy now. We hope they can maintain that. And if they do, you establish, you know, like you said, the chemistry between your starters and chemistry with your second unit who had to fill in and whatnot. So now you're going to get that second unit some time to get more cohesive. I think those are good things for the team. All right. That's our Atlanta Hawks. But there's another Hawks team in this city, and we could not be happier to talk to their head coach of the Hawks talent, GC. Their head coach, and it's a long name, so I'm going to wait till I bring him on here because I misprocessed it. I want to get it right when he's here. But we're going to talk to them. They had a big draft the other day, and they are ready for this upcoming season. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. I don't know if you want me to stop or you're just pointing at me and giving me to go ahead. You're looking nice in that big old green uh, purple sweater of yours. Thanks, man. I appreciate you, that's, it. That's your, that's, your, that's your colors, right? Yeah, for fraternity. That's right. I remember that. I've been yeah, around you bit, long enough to know that purple's your color. Purple, you know, we do that. All right. Okay. Anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. Uh, we are still working on our guest. But if you were not listening earlier and, and, and know who this guest is and, and why we're going to have him on is because every NBA team in the league has a 2K team. Yeah. All of them. Esports. Esports team, and, and, and they've all planned NBA 2K, and there was the draft that was held Wednesday night. Was it Wednesday night or Thursday night? Thursday night. Thursday night. And <laughs> – we were hoping to get all the information we could and, and the reasons behind it. Because, listen, if we don't say this is about esports and you listen to the breakdown and how this team and the, and the coaching staff approached it, you would think I'd be talking about the Falcons. Yeah. How they scouted these guys out. Uh, let's see here. They knew they had the first pick since October. They've been scouting, interviewing players ever since. They spent hours, Sam, late nights watching streams, tournaments, etc. Did you know about uh, – Diaz Torlentino, coach, he's from the Dominican Republic. Okay. He's already he's already beat the USA. Not in this. Okay. He led Dominican the, uh, the Dominican Republic team to a gold medal over the United States in 2K's version of FIBA. Wow. <laughs> he did Whoa. this in 2021. Whoa. Right? So okay. he got himself a couple medals hanging on the wall there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with Hawks Hawk, talent. Um, is is a lot of fun and it's it's great entertaining for people who play uh, the 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 game you know two K or who follow it. Right. And so uh, you know they they I, I remember doing stories with them just before the pandemic. They were in offices 
And now they have their own practice facility, an area to practice. You ready to so bring our coach on? You ready to come on? Is he here now? Yeah, I believe we got him. Coach, oh, check him. one, two, one, two, three. Want to welcome the coach of uh, our Hawks talent. Ismael hey, guys, how's it going? Ismael Dale Talentino. Good morning. Welcome to Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, hey, happy to be here. Happy to have you. All right, first of all, we want to make sure we're pronouncing your name correctly. Yes, my name is Ismael Diaz. That's okay. perfect. Oh, Diaz or Tarantino. Right. Okay, we want to make sure we were saying it correctly here. Listen, we were just, as we were getting you, we were touting some of your past achievements. And listen, it's not just the esports here with basketball. You've been getting it done in FIBA. We saw how you led the Dominican team to a gold medal in 2021 in FIBA. Yes, that's correct. Well, that was actually <laughs> FIBA esports, so it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, like well, that's... FIBA has a, a, whole, a whole system similar to what the NBA does, so it's, it's pretty much the same thing. Do you at an international level? Do you go um, and talk about wh- how you compete? That you go to a certain location to do it, or, or or you do it remotely, or how has even this time of COVID changed? Yeah, that that happened during the COVID um, pandemic, so everyone had like their own base in their own countries. So we play from the Dominican Republic, and then we play against teams like Puerto Rico, and they were based in their in their own country, and, and so on, so on. Um, but the plan is for FIBA to actually have a World Cup live maybe sometime this year or next year. Can, take a second and, and talk about your background in eSports because what I want to know is you were obviously a hot commodity. In 21, you, you won doing the eSports FIBA version, but that same year then you were hired by Atlanta. It, I mean, what makes you, and I'll give you a chance to tout your own horn, what makes a good coach in eSports? Uh, yeah, so, so my story with eSports is actually pretty interesting because it all happened during the pandemic. Like, it was kind of fast. I did play the game a lot before. Um, I come from a sports background. I played soccer growing up. I played baseball and basketball growing up. So I was kind of familiar with sports. That was kind of what I, what always caught my attention, you know, like sports game. And then during the pandemic, we didn't have anything else to do. So I started getting more serious with that, like, you know, like organizing leagues, um, organizing teams. I got a whole community in Latin America of like around, I want to say, 500 players um, playing organized esports. And that was kind of like the start of it. I, I saw it was I was good at it. I saw I was creating something important, and then I was like, okay, maybe this is a career as well, you know. Um, and that was kind of what made me pursue it. Um, in terms of like what makes an e- a good esports coach, I think it's very similar to what makes a, a a sports coach overall. Like it's you're dealing with you're dealing with young men, um, similar to what you would do in a, in a physical sport. And then it, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of the mental work, you know. Like esports, it's I would I would probably say ninety percent mental, um, as 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 it is, you know. So you have to really be locked in and kind of like lead the emo- the emotions um, of the players. That's so you do a lot of like therapy work if that makes sense. Um, you gotta be on top of your guys all the time, and, and it's all about preparation as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. Spending time on the wait for dot com outline, um, the coach of, of the Hawks Talon is Coach Ismail Diaz. And uh, they are social. They are social. You can follow Hawks Talon at Hawks Talon GC. You can follow Coach at Melo DZT at Melo DZT on Twitter if you want to follow Coach. You better get that right. I got it right. I got it right. I got it right already. Um, Talk about this week and what happened. I mean, this year's roster took shape and a big step came up this week. Talk about who's going to be a part of things for the Hawks Talon this year. Yeah, so we just had the draft a couple of nights ago, uh, and it was probably the biggest night in franchise history. We were lucky enough to get the, the number one pick 
in the past draft lottery. So we got the best available at the time. You know, his name is Mark David Smith. He's from Chicago. Yes, sir. He'd go by, he go, goes by, what was that? No, I just said, yeah, I'm from Chicago. So that's why I just said it. Yes, sir. There. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. He's from Chicago. He's probably the best scorer in the game right now. And he's coming to Atlanta. He's going to be playing for us and the talent. We also pulled a, a trade at the, at the deadline during draft and we acquired Gradient. His name is Tamil Sawyers. He's from Florida and he's an all-star in the NBA 2K League. So we got really, really good. Like we got the number one pick. We got an all-star small forward and we also acquired with the 37th pick um, the one queen who is a power forward that's just really good at the game and that rounded out our roster. So as it, as it stands right now, we probably have the best roster we've had in, in four years of history. So we're really excited for this upcoming season. Coach, and by the way, um, uh, Dave, uh, Mark David uh, Smith's nickname, Glizzy. Got to get Glizzy in there. Yes. Got to throw, throw that in there. And the other guy, um, I don't have their nicknames in front of me here. But you know what? We need a little bit of education for our audience. When you talk about having the, the number one pick, or adding anybody to an esports team, you know, you start thinking of the traditional sports. Hey, we just got ourselves a new wide receiver. We got a new lineman. Well, we kind of know how they're going to mesh into uh, the team, whether it's defense or offense. How does a new esports player, especially one who's considered a number one pick, how long does it take, or, or is it sort of instantaneous that they mesh with the other four guys when they're when they're playing? Uh, it's it's actually very similar to what the additional NBA looks like, you know, like these guys are coming in, they're probably going to come into Atlanta sometime next week. And then we're going to have a whole five weeks of preparation before we start actually playing competitive games. You know, um, we're going to do a lot of scrimmages. We have to do, go through like a lot of practices. Like we do team activities to kind of integrate the guys. Cause they also, they also have to be on the same page. Um, like chemistry is a thing in esports, So it's very similar. Like, um, the thing with Mark David Smith, Glizzy coming in, like he he's gonna be he's young. He's gonna be the youngest team, the, the youngest guy on the team. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting for sure. Um, it's, this is his first time away from home, so that's gonna be that's gonna be kind of like a challenge for him. But we're gonna work through it, and I know he's gonna be he's gonna be okay. He's a very mature kid, and we're really excited to have him. Coach, a couple questions here: average age of your team and the players on the team, and then when you talk about practicing and meshing new players in, talk about the hours of practice throughout the course of a day. Okay, um, so the, the average age right now is probably around 24, 24, 25. Um, and, and with the practices, it's actually very, very, very serious. Like when we start practicing before tournaments, we usually do six to eight hours a day. And then once we are in the actual tournament, the days that we don't have a game, we probably do even more than that. Like there's, there's been days that we practice for eight, ten hours before a big tournament. Um, that That's including – scrimmages, film review, um, game plan review. So, so yeah, like the practice is usually very serious, and it's actually – it takes more time than the actual competing. That's pretty amazing when you talk about the things that similar to any of the team. He's talking about film room. He's talking about some of the same I- I- exact things. Sam, I was I – was, yeah. again, I'm being re-educated because Coach – and Sam and I talked eSports when it really kind of blew up. Uh, before the pandemic here, I mean, everybody was buying teams. A lot of famous people were, were dipping their toe into esports. And we were hearing these stories about double-digit uh, hours practicing. Uh, and actually, I was surprised to hear 24 is the, uh, the average age because I was thinking it was much younger. 
than that. So again, when you talk about the hours that you guys spend and and, and the ages of these guys, uh, I'm just a little bit surprised. But the stamina that it takes to be successful at what you guys are trying to achieve, you guys know it and you work at it throughout the course of the week when you're practicing? Yes, yes. Um, So it's an integrated effort. You know, like we we try and and stay on top of their mental health, their physical health. Um, cause it is very challenging, you know, like they're actually putting in the work. It's a full time job. So we, we want to make sure they stay healthy in all, in all aspects, you know? Um, but so, yeah, we, we are definitely on top of that. These guys, they, they're professionals of what they do. They, they prepare for this. They like the, the usual 2k league esports athlete, they prepare for, I, I want to say three to four years before they actually make it to the league. So they, they come in and they already know what they have to do and how they have to take care of their, their own craft, if that makes sense. How does somebody get on the radar that wants to be, you know, I mean, we, we have a kid now who loves to play 2K, you know, and he's like a 12, 13, 14. How does somebody get on the radar for the possibility for the future? Because I'm sure there are people who are probably scouting uh, for, for, for young, young, young talent. How, how, how would you, um, you know, put yourself out there and, and, and be seen? So yeah, there's a there's actually a lot, a lot of tournaments that are organized by 2K in game. There's also tournaments that like independent independent leagues, amateur esports league, they organize in all in all different cities and regions. Um, every NBA 2K league team they also organize tournaments throughout the year. And now the NBA 2K league has started like a, an amateur challenge thing where anyone can actually come and sign in. It's a free it's a free tournament. They can sign in with a team and just kind of compete. And that's how we we follow track of all the prospects that might be available in, in, in an upcoming draft. So there are a lot of opportunities throughout the year for anyone to just go in and, and showcase their their talents, you know. Um, it's very similar to what you do in traditional sports, like let's say basketball. Like, you know, you play AAU, you play high school, and then you kind of put, put your name out there and you get ranked and scouts are watching you. So... So I would say if you want if you want to make 2K a career, definitely put your name out there. Sign up for as many tournaments as you can. When you see any any official tournaments coming from the NBA 2K league, sign in from them for them, and and, and just showcase your time. You know, like that's that's how we keep track of the players and and how we see them. All right. Well, if you want to follow these guys to get updates on what's going on with Hawks Talent Gaming Club. Visit hawkstalentgc.gg and follow my social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yeah. Listen, man, it's going to be a, listen, a, a season of expectations. You got the number one pick. Folks are going to be looking for you to get the chip at the end of the year. And uh, we, you have our support. And you want to come on and talk about these guys, you are welcome here anytime, Coach. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. And I, w- I would like to say that we are actually – last season we were the first team that did, like, live events on market, like, in their own city. So we are looking to – replicate that we want to have live games here in Atlanta and that's something that you might be able to to join us you know, many, experience how, many, esports. how many people can you fit in there I don't know where, where he's talking about having them where were you talking about having them yeah that, we have a facility in State Farm Marina um last year when we did them we probably had around I want to say 60 to 100 people there sitting and watching our games live mm-hmm. um and, and and we're trying to replicate that so you might be able to follow up and on social media we're probably going to be announcing it if that's something that we can make it happen yeah man we will watch everybody. out for that yeah. absolutely absolutely they got brand new facilities over there mm-hmm. and daddy, oh man they are investing in this team that's oh, what you want to hear already been made there you go Coach Diaz, thank you again uh, for getting up and being part of the show, and much success this upcoming season. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. All right. There you go. That's our – we've had players on before.
Yeah. We've had commentators on before. Yeah. We never had a coach on before. Esports coach. It sounds like any other coach. That's right. <laughs> it's yeah, like, <laughs> like every other coach. All right. Uh, Sam and I are going to put a wrap on this day before we turn things over to Turtle. Y'all don't know who Turtle is? Well, stick around. You'll find out. Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Radio 92.9thegame, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on the Saturday morning. We got stuff going on. We got, And we're going to be leaving a lot of stuff here uh, on the table on this day. Uh, yeah. We like to come with a lot of stuff, but we just ain't got time for all this stuff. We only got a three-hour show. Now, tomorrow, <laughs> we got a four-hour show. Right. We'll be here at 7 a.m., starting a little, little, little later than we normally do. But we'll be on from 7 until 11 tomorrow. With uh, well, some great guests, some great yeah. stories, things to talk about, getting you set for NFL uh, championship action will be. This is what I was going to say to you earlier. I woke up last night wanting to holler at you. Why? Because I thought about something that you you have held back in like a, like you know that that good looking girl in high school who just holds stuff back and, and and makes the makes the boy just sort of beg for it, you know. Mm-hmm. They're dating, they're going out, but she won't let them kiss you on kiss you on the cheek or nothing. I won't, you know, mm-hmm. won't get close to you. That's what you've been teasing us with something we have all wanted oh. for the longest time, well, well, and you it, don't do it well, that it, much it, anymore. It, it hasn't been lately. No, no. no, it's been every week. We we've had it. Yeah, ain't been, it's not like there's been no basketball games. There's been football games. You got no excuse. You got no excuse at all. Yeah, We're not feeding the audience. Michael Jackson, then by extension Janet Jackson, used to wear. Well, Michael wore something else, but Janet had an earring with a key on it. Yeah. And that represented them opening the cage and feeding the animals. That's the story that she, to- she told that Michael told her. Yeah. And you have to give the audience what they want. How many times you gone to a concert and that band didn't play the song you were waiting to hear? Joe would be crazy, didn't it? Oh, yeah. All right. We do a sports talk show. Yeah. Throughout the show, if not at least once or twice, man, you got to give them that game day. Okay. It's a game day, and folks have been calling, telling when they call me. But you know, what's yeah. I ain't heard Sam say game day, okay. Saturday or Sunday anymore. Well, we'll will you will you do we, that for we, me, please? We, and do we, it for me too. We get we get that tomorrow. Okay, we get tomorrow. no no today. Oh, There's games today. We get it tomorrow. We get Why it. you see? There you go again. There you go we'll again. Do it tomorrow. Come in my baby. Maybe I'll go on, with come, you tomorrow. Come, night. Come, right, come right here at the end. We at the end. I now. want you to give it to everybody as we leave. We gonna do that. It's a game. Y'all, I tried for you. I tried. He's teasing you. We'll get it tomorrow. This ain't right. We get it tomorrow I'll give because you those need. are the bills of the big games. No, they, they ain't no the big games. games. They big are big games. games. Oh, you gonna tell everybody that the, the Atlanta United folks that this ain't a big game for them? No, they're waiting to see Atlanta United. They're waiting to find out what well, they you do. You gotta drive Chattanooga. to Chattanooga to see them. They're Chattanooga. This is a big game. The Hawks want to take care of the Clippers. That is huge tonight. Now. All right, that's, then. That's very big. So, it's so we should hear one today. Okay. Oh, we get one. Big over here and all that. The only thing missing is me on my knees and Danny Ray putting the cape on me. Oh no, not that. That's the only thing that's missing right now. Not Danny Ray. Don't do that, Danny Ray. Uh, go ahead. I know there was a couple notes you wanted to get to. I got some things we want to get to, too. We're going to close up the uh, poll, which we think we have a winner already. It's going to be John Madden and, and, and Al Michaels. I'm, I'm pretty sure. As far sure. as the favorite I'm pretty sure. announcing team. Who was number two? Oh, he's in the middle of something. He'll come back. Okay, to he'll come back. To go ahead. Uh, um, um, a couple of things you talked basketball. There's college basketball today. And the one particular team we want to we talk about as well. Uh, Duke is in town. 
Uh, Duke is over at Georgia Tech this afternoon at 3 o'clock. Jack is trying to break out of a woeful tailspin. It's going to be tough trying to do it against Duke, but that's at 3 o'clock um, today. Um, Georgia State is on the road. They're playing at Marshall tonight at 7 o'clock, and Panthers are having their, having their struggles offensively, playing good defense but not scoring enough points. Georgia is home. Uh, they've dropped their last three after getting off to a great start. They've dropped their last three. Georgia's home at 6 o'clock against South Carolina. South Carolina is over in Athens at Stegman at 6 o'clock. And uh, at 5 o'clock, the Owls of Kennesaw State. Who? The Owls of Kennesaw State are home against Lipscomb. And uh, the Owls right now are rolling. They won their last six in a row. They're 16-6. and six. They're in first place. They have a share of first place uh, in the ASUN Conference standings. And uh, tomorrow morning, Tomorrow morning, we're going to hear from Coach Amir Abdul-Rahim, who is the coach there, um, will join us tomorrow morning at, eight, at 820, and will get us up to speed on what happens, what's happening with Kennesaw State, how he's gotten that program really uh, turned around and uh, the process of getting it turned around and things going in the direction that's going in. And, you know, they might be the ones with the dancing shoes around here. They may, they may be the ones going to the dance, you know. Uh, and that would be huge, really, for, for, for Kennesaw State and for the area for that program. So, and he's another local product. You know, earlier we were talking, you know, with, uh, with Coach Sellers about uh, Cobb County. And right. um, he, the coach is also a product of Cobb County, who is uh, coaching at Kennesaw State. So that's coming up tomorrow morning. A uh, shout-out to some folks, too. Um, you know, if you're with us King Holiday Monday, when Greg and I were in, uh, we had Tamir Johnson on with us, the young man who's the number yep. four overall baseball pick from uh, Mays High School. Uh, Atlanta Public Schools, they are so fired up for baseball now in the city of Atlanta Public Schools. They had their own media day this week, and it was great to be there. Kelly Stewart from Lead was there, friend oh, of the show. Oh, yes, she is. And you know how passionate she is. Yes, she is. About, about, about the young men in, in, the, in our community in the city of Atlanta playing the game. And now that we're seeing so many of them getting opportunities to play at the next level, she is just just loving it. So it was great to see her uh, and just see all the players and the coaches. And we got some more talent. Um, that's coming on some some of the teams from City of Atlanta that we want to watch out for this year. Mays was the flavor last year, but uh, North Atlanta's got some strong talent. Uh, Midtown, Maynard Jackson, those teams are, are ready to get going. So it was great to spend some time with them uh, this week over at Mays High School. Is that it? Talking baseball, yeah, man. All right, man. No, no, no. Yeah, Speaking yeah. of baseball, Scott Rowland elected to the uh, Hall of Fame. Happened this week since while we were off, and mm-hmm. so it's going to be Fred McGriff. And Scott Rowland. It'll be okay. a short ceremony this year. Okay. okay. There's <laughs> okay. no there's no other committee. I that can listen, get somebody? there might be, I don't know. But this is how I with the with the Fred McGriff going in, this is how confident I am that Andrew Jones should be next year. Because it's baseball players voting him in. The baseball writers have nothing to do with it. They know the players know that dude was the best center fielder other than Griffey for ten years. Yep. He deserves to be in here. I don't care no what doubt. he did as far as and no he got doubt. over four hundred Home runs. Home runs, yeah. You got more yeah. home runs than da- the beloved Dale Murphy. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Nice struck. Got a whole lot more and all that kind of craziness toward the end, but curveball. still. Curveball was a problem. Baby. But he made up for it in the outfield. God. The runs he didn't get he you did. in the plate, he saved you. He <laughs> saved you out of the field, man. Yeah, yeah he If did. you talk with any of the Braves starting pitchers, they can tell you they pitched with a little bit more confidence knowing that dude was out, out he was behind. playing in. He made people try to jack it over his head. Oh, yeah, It man. wasn't going to happen. Nah, night after night, that guy was just cash money. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. All right, if you weren't listening earlier in the show, I got uh, I got it handed to me from a dude from um, Buford. Buford. But he turned out to be wrong, too. 
But the reason I bring this up is because as I go into this list of insignificant stuff as we close things out, there is a reason I brought that stat up. Not only did it happen on this day, it all started with me misreading a Roman numeral. But it was Henry VI who became king of England on this day. And you wonder, well, why the hell are you telling me this? And it's because Henry VIII passed. He died on this day. But that dude used to eat a lot, didn't he? He, he looked like he, he looked he looked like he had some girth. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, 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 enjoyed, he enjoyed a muffin. Yeah, more than a muffin. <laughs> but the significance <laughs> of this is yeah, Edward, remember, Edward, all the pictures of him. I was like, yeah, he's some tight. So you don't want to. Yeah. But, <laughs> Henry Edward the sixth was nine years old. So think about that. Had Queen Elizabeth passed when Charles, Prince Charles, was nine, or if King Charles, well, no, William's he's older king, now. He's King Charles. He's now. King Charles. It's going to take a minute for me to get used it to saying that. It does use to saying it, doesn't it? That's something to get used to saying. Anyway, all this stuff happened on this day here. Um, tomorrow, we are going to be, let me look back at our notes of what we got coming up, because we're going to be here from 7 until tomorrow. You are efforting a player, but possibly not. Um Actually, I don't think it's going to happen, but I want to thank you for trying. There was a, a player from Georgia who participated in the Aussie Open. Yeah, but there's several. There, there were several. Okay, but so there's no like, there's no like you were trying to get try. this one particular. One particular. I was trying, trying to get with uh, uh, Alicia Parks, and she's, you know, recently cracked the top 100. She's 21 years old, and, and she uh, went and played doubles. They advanced to the third round in, in, in doubles, and she come back to the States. And I said, well, let me and reach you out try, to her. Yeah, you tried to reach out this to her. Is, no, I'm I'm headed to the airport. I'm on my way to France. I'm like, how does your body do that? How, man, if I tried that right now. Go from Australia. You from Australia, from you come back here, and then you get another jet in a, in a day, no. and you fly into France. I'd be curled up asleep for two days. Man. <laughs> my body tried to catch up. And she's like, oh, yeah, we're going. Like, 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 it's, like it's nothing to it, so man. land at 9 at night to go, all right, where's breakfast? Yeah. Where's <laughs> breakfast? Somebody make me an omelet. Hey, man. As, as, as the show winds down, <laughs> it's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet as we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed with Sam and Greg. And, and finishing up that thought, hopefully the Kennesaw State coach will join us. Deshaun Tate's going to join us tomorrow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Eric Coleman as we talk yep. real NBA action. Mentioned some of the stuff. You know, on this day, Sam, Beverly Hills was incorporated. Really? It was incorporated on this day, 1914. And I say that making me re- reminding me that it's being attempted here. Buckets trying to go out on their own. Yeah. Lost Mountain is trying to get out, out there by me. They're trying to get out there on their own. I'm sure there's others. Streetcars started running on this day, Sam, in San Francisco. How about that? Of all places, and right? You ain't getting me on one of them things. They kind of known for that. After the, seeing The Rock, I'm not getting – I'm not talking about the actor. I'm talking about the movie. The with, movie, yeah. With, right, with Sean right. Connery there. Yeah. Uh, I'll ask you if you know who these guys are. Ever heard of Jack Lascoli? Lascoli? Jack Lascoli. Or Al Jasbo Collins? Nope. They were hosts of The Tonight Show. Did you know there was a Tonight Show version that was between Steve Allen and Jack Parr? It was short-lived, but it was called Tonight, America After Dark. And it it's was hosted like, by those two guys. Kind of like Chevy Chase Late Night Show. Exactly. Kind of like Pat, <laughs> Pat Sajak's Late Night Show. <laughs> he never got a chance to uh, play in Los Angeles. Uh, the season ended 1958, and unfortunately... This was the day he got into a car wreck. Roy Campanella, Roy Campanella. was, para- was para- paralyzed on this day. And, again, star of the Brooklyn Dodgers, but never got a chance to play in L.A. Uh, Jim Plunkett, my mother's favorite player, was drafted number one on this day to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, Falcons had a number one pick on this day, 75. Do you know who it was? 
75, Atlanta Falcons, number one draft pick. Gone, Eric. Mike Glenn. Nope. I'm surprised y'all didn't get this one right off the rip. Barkowski. There you go. Steve Barkowski. Bar- Peachtree Bart. On this date, 1978, Ted Nugent signed an autograph on his fan's arm with a knife. Why that made this list, I don't know. Birthday is today, Jackson Pollock. Would have been his birthday. Uh, Barbie Benton. <laughs> Billy Bass Nelson Jr. Y'all know who that is, especially if you like Funkadelic. He was with them. Uh, Nick Price. Sarah McLaughlin. Happy 49th birthday, Jermaine Dye. Ah, yeah. Happy 46th birthday, Dante Culpepper. Ooh. Now, this makes me feel old because this dude, to me, still looks like he should be 11 years old. But Elijah Wood, the actor, yeah. Frodo or whatever, he's 42. Ooh. Elijah Wood is 42. That ain't possible. <laughs> we lost some folks on this day. Um, Charlemagne. I don't mean to God. Charlemagne, yeah. lost him. Yeah. Henry VIII, I just mentioned that. Red Grange, lost on this day. Yeah. And one with, um, you will all remember, and I did you, I, maybe you knew him for a minute, Chris Dolman, 2020. Okay. We lost Chris Dolman on this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get you set for championship football action tomorrow when we get in here. It's still tough for me to consider the top quarterback in the NFL looking like Macaulay Culkin. I'm I'm serious, man, and I'm not the only person that's got to be saying that. He looks just like him, and I can't get past that. Top quarterback looks like Colton. I'll tell you what he's doing. He's changing the trend that had been for a long, long time for Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks because the Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks always get beat up, and and their teams are not very successful. He has changed that. But he is getting getting tossed around. I was going to say, he got beat up last year for a minute before he he gets He's still getting beat up, but still, even, even in spite of that, he's still got his team moving forward. It says a lot. Anyway, I you know you wonder how he was going to be coming out of LSU, and he he did things on that level in that championship game that nobody else did before, and he seems to be ascending that way in the NFL. Now we got to have a while before we start putting him in the category of, of Aikman and Montana and you know who. But listen, if I got to win one game right now, I got to flip a coin between him and Patrick Mahomes. Yep. I just don't know yet. Yeah. I just don't know. You'll, you'll know tomorrow evening. We'll see. Well, Patrick is dinged up, so that's going to be the excuse. They say which would be, be even right. bigger he play. if he, he pulls play. it out. If he pulls it out, that's going to be even even well, bigger. Well, that's true. Very true. That is uh, Eric Slaughter, our producer. We want to thank you for uh, um, where you pointing at there. Pole. Oh, well, we pole. figured it was the, the pole. pole was done with. Yeah, Who's oh, yeah, on the well, pole? Yeah, Who's on the pole? It's, it's, it's still a landslide. We brought that. We brought this. We, we, we had a poll out today because we lost Billy Packer last week. And so, what was your favorite announcing team? Billy Packer, him, him Al McGuire, Dick Enberg, considered one of the greatest teams of all time doing mm-hmm. college basketball. Then Billy Packer, of course, did it with Jim Nance. He did 34 consecutive Final Fours. So we put together a little poll today of who's your favorite all-time sports announcing team? Al Michaels, John Madden beat out. Billy Packer and Jim Nance, and believe it or not, Marv Alpert and Mike Fratello and other. So there you go. Uh, sir, up yeah. next, you want to say his real name or just give out his nickname? Mr. Christopher Arndt okay. is joining us here next, and I'll be with him. I'm not going anywhere. I'll be right here in this chair with him. There you go, Chris. He had me calling you your nickname all show, and I apologize for that. That's okay? Y'all going to have some fun. You didn't know him as Turtle. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's just some folks like their name. Every once in a while, Sting likes everybody to know his, his name is Sumner. You guys have yourself a wonderful day. Mr. Crenshaw, I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. All right, I'm, I'm head out of here. Everybody over to Georgia State got women's basketball at 2 o'clock. The rest of you have yourself a big day. This is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.